In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In this, this day, this novena to the Immaculate Conception, during these days before the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception on the 8th of December. And today is the, the feast also of St. Andrew. Then, from the very beginning of Revelation, from the very beginning of the, the Bible in the book of Genesis, right after the original sin of Adam and Eve, God promised uh, already salvation. And this already the first reference to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's in the, the chapter 3, the verse 15, that uh, God uh, said to the serpent, I will make you enemies, you and the woman, your offspring and her offspring. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Then the Blessed Virgin Mary, afterwards, when the plenitude, no, the fullness of time, God sent the Archangel Gabriel to speak to her at Nazareth. And the, the piety, the popular piety, the understanding, uh, consider that the Blessed Virgin Mary was in, in an attitude of prayer. And while she was there praying, then she received this uh, announcement of God delivered by the Archangel Gabriel that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah. And the beginning is amazing. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Hail Mary, full of grace. This full of grace is precisely the is in the salutation, in the greeting no, of the the Archangel to the Blessed Virgin Mary, is one of the reasons why the Church understood is the full of grace. It's not that she has some grace; it's that is full of grace. So, Our Lady is full of grace. And this is why she was conceived without original sin. The Blessed Virgin Mary gave her consent. Let it be done to me according to your words. And from this moment on, she accepted, she also carried out, she also fulfilled her vocation to be the mother of God 
and the mother of men. And we ask now to our Lord, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that also we realize that she is your mother, but also she is my mother. She is the mother of God and is the mother of men. There at Nazareth, without any noise, without any fanfare, without any solemnity, without any, uh, there is the person who God has loved the most, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the one who was announced from the beginning. She will crush your head. And, and this, this is the place where Jesus in Nazareth announced her. And this is uh, that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah. And this is the reason why today and now, at this present time, we are here to pray. God chose the Blessed Virgin Mary and she placed on her all his power. She, she was adorned, she was granted all privileges, all graces, because she was going to be the mother of the Messiah. And this is why uh, God wanted that uh, not even the slightest sign of sin touched the life, the existence of Mary, the one who was going to be the mother of, of the Messiah, the mother of God made man. Not the original sin, not any personal sin. She was conceived immaculate, without any stain, in immaculate, without a stain. Then uh, God granted her so many privileges, so many uh, graces that the church even dares to say that under God, after God, we cannot conceive any other better creature. And at the same time, because it's a mystery of love, it's quite difficult for us to understand why has God has granted all these privileges to, to this woman because she was going to be the mother of the Messiah, the mother of God, the mother of God and our mother. This is the role in the life of Mary. This is the vocation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And this calling, this is as the rest of the people, of those who have followed our Lord, this was the central moment of her life. Also for us, for each one of us, today precisely is also the, the feast of St. Andrew. And, and we read in today's gospel, the gospel of St. Matthew, the vocation of Peter, Andrew, James and Jesus. Jesus walked by the lake of Gennesaret of Galilee. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fish for people, fisher of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him, and at once. 
The Blessed Virgin Mary, she got to know the will of God and at once. Here is the handmaid of the Lord. It's a process to discover, to get to know the will of God for each one of us. It's a process. The central point of our lives is to know this is what God wants me to do. And this is central. But from there, there is a journey which continues, which goes on. Time, the center of time is the coming of Jesus Christ. But time is going on. But everything makes reference to our Lord. In our lives, it's the same. Everything makes reference to what God wants us to do. The will of God for me, which is to be holy in the middle of the world, sanctifying my world. We need to, to, to center our lives around the will of God, because this is the key which opens our joy here on earth. We are going to be happy here on earth if we are able to, to struggle to fulfill the will of God. And in spite of all this, we realize also that there are people who resist, who endure, no, I mean, who, who at the end of the day reject the will of God. The Blessed Virgin Mary was generous. Saint Peter and Saint Andrew were generous. Saint James and Saint John were generous. But this process of generosity was well was an openness to everything. But they didn't give everything because they didn't know everything. And little by little, God was asking them more, more, more. The Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, well, she was conceived without original sin. But at the same time, she was called and she was asked. She was explained and she was asking. She needed to make a decision. She made a decision. Then how this decision uh, it's a decision, which means that you can do A or B. At the end of the day, she said yes to God. But she was free also to say no in our existence, in fulfilling the will of God here and now. We are also free to say yes or no. As the Blessed Virgin Mary, as St. Joseph, as St. Peter, you know, I recommend you to read a very nice letter which the Father, the Prelate of Opus Dei, had written recently on the 28th of October, 2020, last month. And it explained in a very nice way, well, all this issue of vocation. Vocation, you know, to say, but you can uh, change in what you are supposed to change. You can put it in, in, other, in other situations of life. Because at the end of the day, the vocation Vocation for whatever vocation in Opus Dei, concrete and specific features of vocation to Opus Dei, it is to follow Jesus Christ. The, the Father sometimes have been asked, no, Father, what is Opus Dei? And then usually he says, it's another way of following Jesus. And at the end of the day, is to follow Jesus. And to follow Jesus has the same conditions. It's no conditions. The Gospel of today says, and at once, they left their names, and at once, now, we need to have this promptness. The Blessed Virgin Mary says, here I am to fulfill your will. Let it be done according to your words. 
here is the handmaid of the Lord. She was open and she was prompt. Now, we cannot say, well, let me think of it, you know, at me time. There are people that they need time. But within us, we know that, sorry, it's not a matter of time. It's a, it's a matter of decision. And this decision is our freedom. And many times we delay this decision because we are afraid of making a mistake. And it's true. But you know, we will never make a mistake if we are generous with God. We will never make a wrong decision if this wrong decision is this, if this decision entails generosity with God. Look at the Father in this letter on the 28th of October, 2020, says, no, in the number two, the heart, this number two have several paragraphs. So the number two, in the last paragraph, he explains something which is essential. And he says, in one of his letters, our father writes, Saint Jose Maria, that in a vocation, the only thing that comes are the grace of God, which is its cause, and the generosity of the person concerned, moved by this grace. We have two things here. The grace of God, the vocation, what God wants us to do, this is what you, this is what I want you to do. And on the other hand, our correspondence, our generosity to correspond to this grace, the grace of our vocation. Because Maria used to say the vocation is the most sovereign grace we have received. Because this is the will of God for me. Is the way for me to go to heaven, sanctifying everything I am supposed to sanctify. And then the father goes on and says, no, God always wants our freedom to have a decisive, a decisive role in the response. And therefore, in the very configuration of the vocation, together with grace, which does not take away our freedom, but perfects it. So we have always the game, the play, you no, know, the interlink between we say yes to God and God gives us more. God is asking us, we correspond, and He is asking for more, and we correspond more, and He gives us more, and we give more. And then we are growing up. The role, the decisive role of our freedom in this correspondence to God, because it's the only way to love God with full freedom. And precisely when we say yes to God, who is the truth, who is love, this is liberated. The truth will make you free and therefore makes us very happy. The joy of the gospel joy of being the mother of the Messiah. She went afterwards after receiving the embassy of the angel and knowing that her cousin Elizabeth was, was expecting St. John the Baptist, she went, I mean now, she left. The decisive role of our vocation, of our correspondence with full freedom, 
Nobody can force us to say yes or not to God. The apostles were generous ones. And it's not that they were uh, counting, they were not thinking of what they were. They were just focusing. He's calling us. He's telling us. The Blessed Virgin Mary, she was pondering everything in her heart. But with this openness to God, with abandonment to follow God always entails an act of faith and therefore abandonment and therefore openness to yeah we don't know what is going to happen in the future and who will take care of me we don't know also if we are going to persevere we don't know if, if we have made the right decision but the decision is now and i have to take this decision all a long time the decision, the generosity is now. And God is not going to be outdone in generosity. To be faithful now, in front of all this, many people had to change their way of understanding things, to change their projects, to adjust the projects to God. Mary had the project of getting married to Joseph, St. Joseph, afterwards. And and she changed all this, and she abandoned herself in God's hands, and she, well, God will provide. If I have to be the mother of the Messiah, Joseph, I don't know how, he will get to know. But obviously, in all this process, there is fear. There is also, well, a bit of anxiety, perhaps. But at the same time, we are growing in confidence, we are growing in faith, we are really and truly praying. We become stronger, we will see miracles. Because this is what happens with the life of Mary and Joseph, and they were fulfilling the will of God. And with their attitude and behavior, the, 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 the prophecies, what was revealed in advance, all the things that God had said, no, the books of the Old Testament were fulfilled. They were there. All this because they were generous. This is his this is role of our freedom in the response to the grace that God gives us to our vocation. God is always there. There are no rules to know what God wants us to do. There are no, no uh, well, there are many different cases. People need a bit of time. People uh, didn't need time. People in this way or in this another one, I understood, I saw, I realized. There are many psychological uh, situations, circumstances that at the end of the day, they understood. But at the end of the day, it's a matter of generosity. Once you realize that this is, then, but I don't do this, I don't do that. Well, the apostles, they enter. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. What do you mean? I don't know what does it mean. What, what does it mean to be a fisher of men? How I'm going to eat? I'm going to make my life? No, I mean, what, what do you mean? And it's a process that Jesus, little by little, explained to them, and they assume. But this is the point. At the beginning, there was a blanket, whatever you want. At the beginning, there was this, they left everything. To follow Jesus, no matter whatever are our circumstances, married, dating, single, without any commitment, working, jobless, still studying, no? 
no matter whatever our situation in life is, we are called to follow Jesus without conditions. And precisely, sometimes our Lord is giving us a kind of hindrances or difficulties in, in, in our personal life, uh, personally within us or out, no? I mean, at home with my husband or my siblings or my parents or whatever, no? And then we need to learn how to sanctify all this. This is also part of our vocation. If we want to follow Jesus, and at the end of the day, we are lacking charity, you know, and we don't know how to get closer to the others, praying, what is the will of God for you now? Well, the will of God for you, yes. I don't know, sometimes we think of a religious order, no? or to become a numerary or a supernumerary, yes. I mean, and maybe God is expecting you to do all of this, but our vocation, the calling for me today and now is to love my husband, to, to have these details of affection, to love my children, to love my siblings, to love my parents, to fulfill the nobs, to pray now, and then let God to work. Let us correspond freely. Here is the, the point that I wanted to make. You know, I mean, that follow Jesus, there are no rules. But we need to have a full availability and openness without putting any conditions. To increase our prayer, many times when we are a bit blurred, no, I mean, and we are calculating and we are not generous, is because we are not praying well. We are not praying sincerely. Mary was pondering everything in her heart and she was able to say, yes, here I am to fulfill your will. Let us open our soul completely to God. Let us ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to help us to be generous during these days of the novena, to correspond freely, as Saint Jose Maria was saying, you know, I mean, with generosity to the will of God. For us also to discover, to know, and to, in practical ways, in concrete ways, you know, to follow Jesus here and I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.